Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast. I have my man Jushin with me, called in. Woo. What you think? All right, let's get into this. NXT starts out with Karrion Cross coming out. He gave a State of the Union address, said everybody dies or everybody's getting to come to him. Tick tock, tick tock. Um, he is still going to be the stalker. He did kind of break character for a second when he held the mic out to the crowd and said, you guys are, are fired up tonight, which I don't blame him. You know, he hadn't been in front of a live crowd except for that one match, and he was, and that was just a straight fight. So I yeah. get it. What do you think? And he's very much a – I think I've watched some of his older stuff. He, he plays the crowd well. Like, he doesn't pander, but he feeds off and, you know, I think you'll see a better cross, too, when you see him in front of live crowds. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, we move into the tag title match. MSK versus Killian Dandrick. Maverick, I thought this was a much better match than I had expected. MSK fought from down under quite a bit here. Uh... Dane was the killer, as he, you would expect whenever he was in the ring. Every now and then, Drake would have an advantage due to what Dane had done previously. A couple times, Dane had to come save Drake and drag him to the corner to get the easy tag. But eventually, our champions go over, and Alexander Wolf then comes down, distracts Killian as Imperium destroys... The, as the rest I of Imperium... They were gonna, I thought they were going to invite him into... Uh... Imperium for a second. I was like, huh, maybe, you know, back to harken back to sanity that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they did wind up beating up the Beast of Belfast. What did you think about all this first segment? It was okay. It was putting over, I mean, they're trying to actually establish that there's a tag team division there with multiple teams. It's amazing. They have more tag teams in NXT than they do in, like, two other shows, it seems like. Or more viable tag teams in, in NXT than they have in two other shows. With less veteran talent, although I would say that Imperium and I guess they're all veterans. I, I said that incorrectly. They got two, they got some grizzled young veterans. Yes, but I think my point is WWE has a lot of people under contract to not have a tag division, men or women, that clicks like this in yeah. NXT. Oh, Raw and SmackDown. Forgive me. Um, Robert Stone, speaking of which, Robert Stone wants a tag team, t- wants his two, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea, to get a shot at tag team gold. Mercedes Martinez wants her money from the match that they lost the week before. Uh, she's threatening Robert, and Robert and Aaliyah can't really do anything about that. Jesse walks up, who, a good, she looks like a good, you know, uh, a couple inches taller than Mercedes. Uh-huh. She's a big girl. Yeah, and she challenges her to a match to set things right. Um, We do wind up getting a match here. Uh, Martinez goes over eventually. I thought that Kamea got a lot of really good offense in here. What did you More than I thought. It was still pretty much a squash, but she got more offense than I thought. She's a star, huh? She's got star potential. She does. She's got the look. She's got the size. She's got the right moves. She just really needs, like, working with Martinez and people like that is what she needs. She needs seasoning. Correct. And, play, like, and being being with a goof like Robert Stone, 
can, and, and to a lesser degree, Aaliyah, who is comedic relief a lot on this show, she can absorb losses with these guys and then break away from them and get on a run. Yeah. When I'm tired of being a loser. I'm ready to be a winner. Yeah. When, when the uh, right now there's just so much crazy talent in that women's division that you need to have her there to be formidable against these guys. Because you know who do you have lose in the division? As good as all these people are, right? But you also need yeah. an excuse to be able to launch her solo career when she's ready to go and when you need her to yeah. be ready to go. And I think they've got all that already written into the plan, which is crazy. When oh, my you, God, this long-term storytelling, Kevin. When you, Yeah, when you contemplate some of the other things we see. Um, okay, NXT. Well, and I love, the, I love this Martinez character, too. I like the mercenary. I missed it. I, 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 like, I want to get an APA in the women's division. I missed that I improperly, when talking about this match, left out the fact that she shook down Robert Stone, pinned him against the barricade, made him give her all her money, and then went to the announcer's table and said, I'm coming for the champ. And I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. She's a badass. Mm-hmm. And let her be a badass. And her being She looks like a badass. And her being one of Raquel's first opponents would be great for Raquel. Raquel can go oh, yeah. over a badass, and then you can put Mercedes in that position where she is a gun for hire, like you said. And it works. Now, we have a Cruiserweight Championship match. Santos comes out, and he properly tells us the history of the Cruiserweight divisions, how his grandfather and his father were champions in these divisions, and how he is the natural progression of this. He is, he is the end-all, be-all to this, this style of pro wrestling he issues an open challenge. Kushida comes down. They tear it did up. Did you know? Go wait, ahead. Wait. Did you know that he was a champion? Because I didn't. I don't think you did either. That he was a tag team champion with Jushin Thunder Liger. No clue. No clue till they told us. Wow. No. And how cool is it that they mentioned that? Not only did, did you they see they did they mm-hmm. mentioned that, and then later they'll do another thing that they mention where I'm like, wow. WWE branching out a little bit, at least on one show. What'd they say? On they the- mentioned Kushida's, you know, old uh, Irish Ace mentioned how many like junior IWGP junior heavyweight junior heavyweight championships he had eight eight or nine. Wow, you're right. They did do both those things, and Kushida did the uh, did a quick tribute to Thunder Liger too, who went into the WWE Hall of Fame by the way this week. Yes. So also he did a tribute to great the, the Japanese great both MMA fighter and wrestler Sakuraba. Correct. His trunks were Sakuraba's trunks from when he used to fight wrestling and MMA. The Gracie Hunter himself, the arm taker. Yeah, yeah, he's one of your favorites. Oh, dude! Anybody that breaks people's arms, <laughs> you know, the, of the toughest baddest people on the planet and makes a makes a career out of it you know yeah now crazy because they have a banger it was a great great match and you know escobar's had a couple of those in a row Kushida's had a couple of those in a row and then you have Kushida surprisingly go over just post i marked out dude i did i did i think the entire wrestling community did because Kushida has been the stepping stone since he's gotten to WWE for so much really good talent. 
and for him to wade through the and only W only NXT does this with him, have a guy wade through so much, but then on the backside get the payoff. Yes. And you know, we've utilized him as the best technical wrestler, even though he's absorbing losses here and there. Right? We changed yes. his character a while back and turned him not heel but less uh golly shucks. Right? Yeah, much more much more brutal, much more ruthless. And we get the payoff with him being the champion. And uh dude, uh Shinsuke uh, tweeting out Kushi. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what he calls him, Kushi. Yeah. Which is and I, I do think that Kushida is kind of sorta here because Shinsuke's here. Probably. You know what I mean? Like I think that that was kind of a door that opened there. And anyway, I loved it. And I think it's interesting too because this is the first night that they were not opposed to AEW, like not running at the same time as AEW. And I think it's uh-huh. interesting that we went heavy wrestling. Yes. Early. Not a whole lot of bells and whistles to it. it kind no. of kind of allowing you to understand this is what this show is if you haven't been here before. And I think it kind of preluded a little bit. It foreshadowed what the next challenge for carrying cross might be. Pete Dunn, who just had a big win over Kushida. Right. And he, uh, exactly. There's that. And then Pete does have a little bit of a promo later on where he alludes to the fact that he's coming for gold. Right. And yeah, and then we all, we also got uh, after the match, and it also frees up Escobar to either go for the North American title or go to another show. I, I, I'm afraid of him going to another show. I don't, I don't want them in another show. They're too. They're, they're they they need to stay there. Dude, could you imagine them on Raw with like sombrero, like neon sombreros? Oh, so oh good. Oh my God, he'll probably have them coming out there on Juan Deers. <laughs> That happened for real, folks. I'm not being I'm not being terrible. Go look that up. Who no. the dude Guerrero? What you What you're doing? What you're doing is remembering terrible, not being it. Yes, not right? being terrible. Correct. Psychosis, baby. Psychosis, dude. The guillotine leg drop. Which one was dude, that? Psychosis. Yeah. His, psychosis. Well, you had psychosis, super crazy, and Juventud Guerrero's a faction. Who is three of? If if you don't know who those guys are, go look it up, folks. They yeah. are three of the greatest, like in ring, fast, amazing wrestlers you'll ever see. Putting on shows back in the nineties, people hadn't seen anything like that that yet. Right. And and, uh, and shows that are comparable to or matches that are comparable to anything on any brand today. Yes. Rey Mysterio, Eddie yep. Guerrero. Uh, dude, if you remember, too, the ECW versions of these guys where you also had Super Crazy and those guys just – and uh, That's one, yes. Malenko. And you know what I mean? Just the, the uh, incredible line of bangers these guys put out, both on Nitro because Bischoff was smart enough to figure out that that's a good way to start a show out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which AEW, actually, I know that we're not talking about that, but they kind of piggyback on that. They have a lot of three-man tag matches to start episodes. Tag Nothing you, wrong with those. You know what I mean? Those a lot good of good matches. Right. It was, if you got the guys in it who know how to work it. The Mexican wrestlers know how to work that stuff. That is a staple of AAA. That's a staple of the Lucha Libre 
you know, fast-paced stuff. And, man, they can make those. They can keep those moving parts working together. And like a lot of others that we talked about, if they make mistakes, they just go. They just keep going. They just, you know. Who cares, screw right? Up, keep going. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Okay, so then. I'm going to De- do something in five seconds that's going to make you forget that. Right. So Regal winds up backstage congratulating Kushida. Devlin walks up, says he's got to jump the pond real quick, and he's coming back to get the belt. I am looking forward very much to Devlin and Kushida in a quick rivalry. I'm hoping that this isn't Kushida gets his belt for a month and he's holding it for Devlin and Escobar's moving up or moving to the North American title. I want Kushida to have it for a little while. Um, I love the concept of him being on 205 Live and on this show giving us very good matches once a week. Right. Well, and Kushida legitimizes your belt. Yes. Kushida's one of the great cruiserweights of all time in right. any promotion. What? You keep him with your belt for a while, that looks good on your belt's history. All right. What, Let me shut, talk about guys who carried this belt. What Escobar has done for it, Kushida can do even more so. Because Escobar isn't common sense, of course, he's that guy. Escobar had to go out there and prove he was that guy because you didn't really know him, know him unless you had watched where he was before, right? Yeah. And um, which he did do all that, and he did give this belt an incredible legitimacy. But like you said, Kushida's a no-brainer. Everybody knows that guy. Whether you're a New Japan fan, AEW fan, uh, WWE fan, whatever, Kushida's he's been there and done that. Okay, let's move on though. Dakota Kai. Intros Raquel Gonzalez, who uh, gives a very heartfelt, loving thank you to Dakota for believing in her when no one would. Frankie Monet's music hits. She comes down with her little dog Toto, too. I don't believe that's really her dog Toto, but for our purposes. A real live dog, by the way. Um, Frankie says, I'm coming for that thing. You know, blah blah. I, I thought this was good interaction. I liked the fact that Frankie had the dog, so it made sense when she backed away. Yeah. You know, it kind of gave her an out and a built-in out for a heel to do. It's um, Rocky is kind of transitioning away from Dakota. You can feel that at some point she's going to have to turn on Dakota because she's not as evil as she oh, was. Oh no, no, Dakota's going to turn on her. Correct. I apologize. Well, I, I, there, there was there was that moment when, you know, Bianca comes out, when Rhea comes out. Yes. They're all standing in the ring together, looking so cool. And who was in the ring before and is just kind of shuffled off to the side? Dakota. Exactly. Dakota's not in the ring. Exactly. And, and once, once Monet leaves, the – and for those of you who don't know, let's not jump over Ty Valkyrie coming out here. Ty Valkyrie is legit. Those of you who don't know, yes, she yes. is. She is, she, she is outside of the WWE. Uh, uh, where Loka? She yeah, is Loka, baby. She Crazy is blonde. right. She is royalty in women's wrestling. Pre whatever she does in NXT. Yes. The matches she had against uh, male competitors in Lucha Underground, some of the great 
uh, intergender matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what she did, the way she worked in Impact was incredible. You know, she and and then of course she had to be a force just to get to Lucha Underground, right? And so, uh-huh. so you are exactly right. Don't gloss over that. But having Ripley come out and Bianca Belair come out and all of them stand in the ring together and then showing the picture of them all backstage a year earlier without gold um, was really cool. And it was also a way for NXT to flex, the, the Performance Center to flex their muscles a little bit. Because there is hey, look, a, a lot we of... Make this, we're making the stars. A lot of people say that Hunter's system is a failure. And he took the time to pat himself on the back right there, which I don't blame him. Well, who says that? Uh, people that don't watch the shows. <laughs> yeah, the Hunter system's not a failure. Hunter system makes stars. The other system that then takes those stars right. and turns them into chicken crap is not. Correct. He that's, that's not on him. They're ready. If to, I give you LeBron James and you turn him into, you know, a hat. That's not on. That's not on me. That's on you. Right. You decide you're going to play him off the ball and not let him have it. Tell him to go be a jump shooter. That's your fault. You know what I mean? That's I not handed. My fault. I handed you a guy who had proven he could do it if you let him do his role. You deciding that's not his role. That's on you, buddy. You know, and, yeah. and that's what he gets. A but he winds up getting the brunt of that, right? Which is silly. Not to mention now, his system gave us the four horsewomen. And now his system has given us these three champions. Yep. So that's seven right there. And not even really looking too hard. Now, don't get me wrong. Well, the other thing is, too, what happens a lot is anybody that leaves his system and goes and becomes a big deal somewhere else, we say how that was a failure in his system or a failure in the other system, when sometimes maybe, just maybe, they learned something in the PC and didn't get the opportunity to utilize it because the card was full where they were at. Yeah. And then when they Entirely went somewhere, possible. right? <laughs> they took, and two. You I'll, know, there's a certain amount of, you can't sit around with Shawn Michaels, with The Undertaker, with, uh, uh, I'll bring up a name that's one of the best uh, at booking matches in the last, 10 years that I've seen is uh, uh, Natty's husband. TJ. Um, what's his name? TJ. Dude. Hey, I'm glad you said that. dude that. can book a match. You, you, you listen to that dude, he'll put you in a position to make, make magic happen. TJ booked, or TJ did the uh, Sasha-Bianca match, right? Reportedly. Yes. TJ may be the most important thing in WWE as far as match quality goes, oh, he's he's phenomenal, and he definitely. I mean, that dude deserves. They should have that. Should be an award too. They should have an award for Booker of the Year. Right. Well, when, if, if we're gonna pretend, if we're gonna get away from kayfabe, really award these people for the work that they do because that dude does. He, like he puts together great matches. Right, and of course, like uh, like Keith Richards says, you know. Um, having the right players for the part you know once I put the black cat on it fit pretty good right having the right players for the part completely matters 
But it does matter to have that guy that can tell, especially young talent at the NXT level, and, and, and even a Sasha too or Bianca, you know, this is, yeah, that sounds great. Maybe you do this. Maybe you do that. Maybe you do the other. And I don't ever want to take anything away from the talent, but you can't tell me when I keep reading TJ's name in all these matches that he isn't a huge part of this. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, Pete Dunn wants the gold. We already talked about that. Roddy turns in his walking papers. He is done. Uh, that would be sad if he does wind up being done. And I really don't want him. Don't, they don't know well, what to do with him on the other t- shows. No, no, no. I don't think he's. I mean, we saw how you actually lose your job at the WWE. You get a tweet. You don't turn. You don't get a camera shot. So he's going to show back up. He probably needs a vacation or something. Right, but I, I was hoping that by done, I, I, what I was meaning was I don't want him leaving this show. No, no. Oh, no. He's not. They're not putting him on another show, I don't think. I mean, they wouldn't know what to do with him. Vince probably thinks he's terrible. No, that guy did. What is he good for? Just wrestling. He's not talent. All he can do is, all he can do is wrestle. <laughs> yeah. That's all he can do. What? Did you say that loud, man? <laughs> Okay, we get a little thing where Swerve is in his recording studio and he lets us know that he's about done with Leon. And then we have a banger of a match between the two. I thought it was great. Swerve gets the win. He's going to move on, I think. What did you think about this? Man, Swerve is a superstar. Mm-hmm. And the more that they put this camera on him, the better I think they will do. He mm-hmm. is... I love everything he does in the ring. He's so smooth. He's fluid. He's, you know, he does things in unique ways. He, he's heelish without being like, they're overbooking him as a coward, but he doesn't feel like that way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Exactly. You know, I think he needs to be done with Leon Ruff. Right. And on to real. I also think that Leon is going to always have a spot in this company because he can give you this style of a rivalry. Yeah. The, the, the crowd will always love him because he is a, a lovable loser. Every now and then you can put him over somebody, but he's an amazing performer. You know what I mean? He, he really, he really is. But obviously, I mean, I don't, is he a buck 40? He may be. Maybe. Right, and so there are limitations. You know, sure you could put him into a two hundred five program, and maybe, but I do think he's got a spot here as long as he as long as he wants because I don't ever see a crowd getting tired of watching what he does. You know, and again, no, when you have no. this many good wrestlers, somebody has to lose every now and then. Yep. You yep. know, now I don't remember the young lady's name from New Japan, from Japan, not New Japan, but from Japan. That's going to be starting next week. They are fired up about her. What do they call her? The Rising. Uh, I can't remember what they're uh, Saria or something like that. Yeah, is what they're. Yeah, I've seen a couple of her online matches. She looks amazing. Right. So we 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 just added two phenomenal wrestlers to the strongest women division in the world. Yes. And neither one of them's wrestled yet. Okay, so then we get our main event of the evening, Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Ember Moon versus Shotzi in the way. And I will say right away off the shoot, if if 
this isn't your thing in wrestling because, like I said, most of the show was just wrestling. I get it. This is going to be a house show match. It really was, and I had a great time. And I loved every minute of it. When loved every minute of it. It was fast paced. You had a lot of, especially for the WWE intergender interaction, where like Candice dives through the ropes and hits her move on a guy, and then um, Ember hit hit a, a move on a guy, and then she also hit the double uh, eclipse. The double eclipse when all of them were standing there trying to get up, and Shotzi screamed at Bronson, Bronson, uh, throw me, throw me. And, yeah. and he just tosses her on top of him. It was great. It was fast. When Candace decided that all of a sudden she'd done a couple of moves on guys that she was going to dive into Bronson and just bounced off of him. Yes. That was gold. Um, when when Loomis is going for the pin on Theory, going to choke Theory out, and she doesn't want to kick Loomis because when Indy Wrestling, who has become smitten with him, uh, has has proclaimed that she had wished she had been abducted by him rather than <laughs> Austin Theory for her to do what she did where she thought it through on how to break up the hold and just laid down beside him uh-huh. like she had been hit and then he switched over to her and then she puckered up. Yeah, and then there who was it? Austin Theory enters like jumps him and then he gets him down for a second and she like gets up pissed off and throws off the night of the break. Yeah. And then lays back down and he scoops her up and walks off with her and she gives us the thumbs up to let us know she's good. This is this is great. You know, I, I, this is all of our I me and me and Mr. Serial Killer are, are headed off to the van. <laughs> yes. It was great. And then the finish was awesome. You know, yeah. uh, I, I just, the, 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 the double eclipse, like you said, the, the eclipse off of Reed's shoulders was nice. Tsunami on yeah. Austin, the one, two, three, uh, both Shotzi and Ember get on Bronson's shoulders and hold their belts in the air. I thought the whole thing was just a lot of fun. It was a fun little house match to end the show to keep everybody happy. And it was good. It was excellent. It was a lot of fun wrestling. How great. Look, man, you talk about product placement. Putting NXT right behind Raw for me on Tuesdays is such good product placement. Yeah. <laughs> it just cleanses my palate. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, like like you said, Raw has good stuff. It's fine. You know, whatever. I, sarcasm helps me. I love wrestling, so I'm always going to kind of. I'm almost conditioned to watch Raw at this point, and I don't hate it. It just sometimes, you know, like all of us, I scratch my head at it. Um, but, and you know me, man. I'll say I'm not a huge. Uh, I'm not a huge Jericho fan, but I got four of his books on the wall, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, or I, I don't. I don't think I really like that musician that much. Oh yeah, but I've heard everything he's ever done. Um, <laughs> but point being that. Uh, it does NXT being placed right here does let me kind of wash that off me after it's over the next day. You know, I, I just love NXT and it just oh, it's so fun. Right, right. They do a great job from start to finish. Cool. So that's a wrap, man. For my man, 
Oh, who who winds up with Cross? You think? Oh, I'm hoping Pete Dunn. Right, right. Now, who winds up wrestling Johnny? Hmm. I, I think Bronson's still in it. Right, because we're going to get Loomis and Knight somehow, right? Reed. Yeah. LA. I think that's yeah. Yeah. La Knight. Um. So that's going to be that program for a little bit, and then. The women's tag division, I don't think those guys are done with each other yet. Candace and and Indy. No, no, no. I think that's still in the work. Right. Um, I would assume that we wind up getting the Grizzled Young Vets back into it with MSK for maybe one more, and then we uh, start probably an Imperium feud after that. I would bet, yeah. Because they're the biggest heels out there right now for them until you build another heel. Um, and then Kushida winds up with Devlin, but we're probably going to get somebody first. Swerve? Swerve? I don't want Swerve because I want Swerve to Swerve be somebody. Whoever, yeah, whoever's with Kushida next between him and Devlin is going to lose. That would be tough. Right, right. Um, or you could do it if... If Escobar is angling towards post, like when Reed and Gargano do the next match, it's over. If Escobar slides into something with Johnny Gargano, first of all, that's going to be gold. Yeah. Because Gargano is funny. And Escobar yeah. is so tongue-in-cheek. Matter of fact, I'm better than you. Uh-huh. That That is going to be great. And then you can have the two. But if he stays... You have that other heel faction, the other heel tag team to face MSK too. The, the the version of the triple threat you have, you can do a program with each in that. And yeah. they'll both be good, right? So, okay, so for Justin, this is me, KP. This has been a Go Home Heat production, copyright 2021. Check out our friends at the GIN Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. Check out the store. Thank you very much. Go home.